I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We're visiting a beetle spit village next to a chicken piddle lake on a donkey dung island. You can bet we're going to swear. Hello, welcome to the Reading Circle Temple. I'm Molly. I'm Indy. I'm Brittany. And I'm Goodwin. And today we're reading chapter 20 of Melting Stones. So grab a cup of coffee. Or tea. Or your drink of choice. Let's fist fight the ocean. This chapter is named The Sea. So in the beginning, Evie is going down in the ocean. They're a couple of miles out from shore. And after a certain point, there's less rock, more ocean. And the ocean's like, hey, I see you down there, you bitch. You little bitch. You're down there, you little worm. You're not a rock, but you you smell like a rock. I smell rock in here. It smells like bitch down there. And so the ocean's just spitting shit at Evie. And Evie's like, Will you shut up? You're so annoying. But yeah, the ocean's like straight up saying, oh, I'm going to like literally grind you to dust and you'll never touch a rock again. And uh, I'm afraid of the ocean now. Uh, so they're gone. They're gone. Uh, Carnelian and Blair eventually kind of wake Evie up because she's like slowing down, trying to deal with this immense pressure from both the rock and the ocean down there. And they're like, why are you slowing down? And Evie's like, uh, don't worry about it. It's really, it's really the we're 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 heading there. We're heading in the right direction. Let's keep going. But they're getting restless. All the spirits are whining and complaining. Evie knows they're whining and complaining, even though she actually doesn't speak lava language. But some things are universal. Uh, so they keep going. The ocean's still yelling at them. They're getting mad. They start trying to push out of the wrong fault. Evie just keeps coaxing them to come on it's easier this way you guys are doing it the hard way i don't know why you keep not listening to me and they're like i think you're were you lying i think you're lying and i was like no i'm not lying i told you it's easy but we have to travel a bit and you guys are being so annoying not listening to me i'm not lying she said lying (laughs) (laughs) i'm not lying evie lied (laughs) literally eventually uh, all the volcano spirits get tired of her and they're like, uh, we're just going to pop out here. And they start pushing and like the fault lines start moving. And then he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I tried. I'm done. I'm leaving. 
I'm going back to my friends. Goodbye. And then she magics her way back to the surface. Where she gets punched in the face because Miriam has decided to go back to find a rock that she thinks Evie will like and hopes that Evie will like her again because of said cool rock. Yep, Sonori slaps the shit out of her twice and then punches her in the eye. And Evie's like, oh, I kind of deserve this. I feel bad. You know, obviously, if you leave a child alone on an island right next to a volcano, that child's not going to have a good time. Yeah, nope. How how was that summary? Was that? That was beautiful. Perfect. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember. I don't remember reading the ocean calling Evie a bitch, but hey. (laughs) I think in spirit. It's context. Context clues. Yeah. You don't have to call someone a bitch. Uh, a bitch who can imply they are. Yeah, <laughs> I like bitch too. compared to small silvery worm. Yeah, well, that's yeah. just me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, Tamara Pierce may have written bitch if it was just for adults. Who knows? I mean, she did already, so she already used her uh, bitch limit. Oh yeah, that's true. That's one right. per series. That was, one. that was so well placed too. It really was. part one of our three-step reading process is reading like a novice this is where we talk about what we liked and didn't like in the chapter tell me indy's big the face there's quite a few things i didn't like (laughs) well do you want to go first sure why the fuck not um we've we've already kind of talked about like already we've already talked about how mean the sea is being there's a there's a lot there a lot to choose from um i just wrote the sea is creepy it is it is uh evie's response of don't you ever tire of the sound of your own voice? <laughs> I wish I could say that to people. Yeah. I wish I could say that to guests and get away with it. Because I fucking would. Yeah. And then the other real big dislike is Miriam's God. Yep. <laughs> and like, it is all Evie's fault. It is. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, there is no other person to blame here i can't i can i cannot agree with that it i i mean she's partly to blame but i also feel like oswin and nori should have been watching her better it it is just a tragic mistake and it's not the the way i look at it is she wasn't being well watched because there's literally so much going on i know Oswin's got 12 others. Yeah. You know, Nori's trying to contain those as well. And it's hard to wrangle that. It's hurting cats, man. It's a lot of people. And it's not just the kids. It's there's a whole island of people evacuating right now. Yeah. Like, no, it's not all Evie's fault, but Evie is 
I want to say at least 75% to blame here. Oh, yeah. she like, She's she's a majority of to, to blame, but yeah. And because this is such a short fucking chapter, that's it. That's what I got. <laughs> Ending on a bright note. <laughs> I don't know if I like or dislike it. I, I guess it's dislike, but I hate the, the fact that the ocean is like as creepy as I always thought it was, but like verbally. And like, it's just like, I don't think negging is the right term, but it's just like, hey, you fucking suck. I'm gonna like turn, I'm gonna turn you into ground meat, little rock thing, and you'll never touch another rock again, and it's gonna be hilarious. Just give up. Let me grind you up. And it's just like so like creepy and annoying. Creepy, annoying. Like, there's got to be a word for that, but it's just awful. My question is: Is would would the sea act like that with Murtite? Probably not. I don't think so. I think it's Probably because not. of Evie's rock. <laughs> Rocks are horrible. Yeah. I gotta kill them. Yeah, I think it was Murtide. The sea would be like, "Hello, come be my friend." <laughs> Or because the sea is so powerful, the sea might be the the equivalent of like the melting rocks for Murtide or yeah. like the tree for Briar. We must absorb you. You are yeah. going to become one of us. We that's will what I, that's what I was thinking. And yeah. Maybe, maybe Murtide has to deal with that all the fucking time. Oh, God. Oh, Honestly, that's God. why he's crabby. But I don't feel like he does because at the beginning he made a way. I don't know the wave. I, yeah. I would be terrified of the ocean if I had to deal with that all the time. And he seems pretty chill in the water. If I was being bombarded by the ocean all the time, being like, I want to make you part of me, I'd be like avoiding the water. And he doesn't maybe. seem doing that so maybe it's it's more of a hakuna matata situation than a like borg i'm going to assimilate you situation maybe it's like hey we can all get along like a very collectivist like but chill ocean mm -hmm. instead of i'm going to grind you up into dust ocean yeah because he's attuned with it maybe i i don't know we'd have to ask him and he's a fictional character so it's, it's <laughs> So I guess we got to ask Tamara Pierce if we get to talk to her again. Yes. <laughs> Dang it, we didn't have that question prepared. I know it. We did not. But yeah, I'm sure it's not near as scary. Yeah, probably not. Um, I yeah, I I I can't emphasize. I literally highlighted every section where the ocean talks. <laughs> it's just creepy. It's so it's creepy. so creepy. Uh, I also liked when uh, all the lava spirits are complaining and just like, I can just hear it just in the background while like she's trying to talk to Flair and they're like back and it's like, you don't know what they're saying, but she could tell they were annoyed. Yeah. And I love that, that that's like so true. It doesn't matter if, you know what race or language you're talking about. If someone's annoyed, you can tell. Yeah. Right after that. When Evie says, the only problem is a little travel and you start bleeding like sheep. <laughs> what <Or aliens>. <laughs> yeah. What's bleeding? Claire's like, what's sheep? I, I felt like this was a pot meat kettle situation, though. 
because I feel like Evie yeah. is the same way. Oh yeah, oh yeah. In the very beginning, when they're trying to get to the island, they have to do a little traveling, and she's complaining and whining the whole time. Yeah. Very but true. What sheep? Hilarious. And you can really see her lack of patience, which I will come back to later. Uh, she like right after that, she's just like pathetic. Like damn. <laughs> of course they don't know that they've been living on literally under a rock their entire lives. I don't know what to <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Under several if... miles of rock, even. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like if somebody ever asked me if I've been living under a rock, I'm going to be like, yes, under several miles of rock. <laughs> I am a volcano spirit. <laughs> <laughs> I am a mole person. Thank you. <laughs> Also, like the realization that Evie has when the volcano spirits punch the fault line and the walls move, and it's like, huh, two inches there, one inch here. Oh yeah, that's a whole earthquake up top. Like just the magnitude of what's going on, and yeah, she yeah. she's like, I need to get back. I'm gonna go. It's not working. And uh, I also liked her understanding after meeting up back with Luvo and like embracing him spiritually uh, that her patience will need a lot of work. I love that she says she wants to be Luvo someday. Me too. Don't we all? Being a gummy bear. I don't know. (laughs) That's my new magic. Be Luvo. It'd be hard to drive. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Type on the computer. Clunk, 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 clunk. My job might be easier. It'd be easy to get people to shut up and listen to me. Oh, so true. Use your loud, boomy voice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I've got a loud voice, but Luvo is so much louder. I could just listen. And then everybody's like, oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, no, Miss Polly. Wait, we're sorry. We're sorry. Back to work. I wrote, if you want something, you have to work for it. And I don't remember what exactly this is a reference to, but it's true. Um, I think it's that she's trying to lead them to the easier place, and they're like, "No, we don't want to do it." And she's like, "You, she was you start complaining. If you want something, you have to work for it. You yeah. work. If you want to save all your friends, you have to try really, 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 really. I mean, hard. that's also true. Like, there's a lot of working for things going on in here. Yes. Um. Oh." Anything made of fire would have no patience, even if it was also made of stone. And then I wrote, Daja? My thought was, Indy? (laughs) (laughs) Because because we had this conversation about Daja, about how how typically in stories, people who are associated with fire are... Feisty, easy to anger, passionate and quick to anger, and um, yeah, like like that's literally what the word fiery means, right? Mm -hmm. And then Daja here, what? I said, could you stop calling me out here? (laughs) Oh, I thought I was calling myself out. Remember, I am Zuko, and I need to get my honor back. (laughs) (laughs) My point is, brains. I mean. Daja, we've had this conversation about how, like, this is what fiery means. It means, like, quick to anger and 
Daja is very patient and she is the grounded one. Mm-hmm. And she is literally the anchor. So, and yet she's the fire person. And Frostpine's very similar. Like, Frostpine's yeah. also very chill. Frostpine and Uncle Iroh are kind of the same person. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. Yes. So. Thought it was kind of funny that she's like, oh, anything made of fire would have no patience. And I was like, yeah, but the nostalgia. I will grind you and scour you to nothing. I never tire. Just needed a quote from the So season. creepy. Yeah. Uh, I think that was my favorite of the quotes from the sea. Just, whew. Uh, but also accurate. Like, that's what the sea does to rocks. Yeah. Rose Thorn tying Evie to her horse. <laughs> Again. <Yes>. Again. <laughs> I love that she mentions this has happened before. Like, and that's how she says it. She's like, I was tied to my horse. Again. So. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the stuff about leaving the animals behind. So they're all trying to get on the ships and everybody's telling them they have to leave their animals behind. This reminded me a lot of Hurricane Katrina um, because people seeking shelter often were not able to take their animals with them. Yeah. 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 And that's it. And then on a high note. <laughs> Yay. Um, a lot of mine have been taken. Um, my first one is when um, Evie is trying to get Blair and Carnelian to get the volcano spirits to move again. And she's like, have you told them how amazing this new place is? Uh, describing all the different things that's going to happen. And so Flair and Carnelian have to go to the spirits and be like, hey, this place is really cool. We should go there because we get to do all these things. And so... They they finally go again, but I just like the description of it. Like we get to do all these cool things. When Evie starts going back to her body, uh, she was trying to figure out how far away it was, and she's like four miles as the goose flew. Don't we have a saying that's like as the crow flies? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like nice. Yeah, I love how she feels so safe with Luvo. It's like if my magical body could have cried, I would have wept. I thought. I felt so safe in his heart. I was surrounded by his power. And she described him as like a dad, a good father, taking me into his depths. She's never had a dad. So. I know, and she has a gummy bear for a father. It's so sweet. <laughs> so that just means that something terrible is going to happen in the in in the last chapters, which makes me sad. We haven't had a good death yet, so something yet. bad's going to happen. Yeah, exactly, yet. <laughs> this might be, if, if nothing happens, it's going to be crazy. This will be like the first book that nobody dies. What a twist. Maybe some, maybe a lot of people will die in the next book to make up for no one dying in this. Yeah, book. well, I mean, that one's called Battle Magic, so I feel like there's a huge war, so... Mm-hmm. But anyway, and then my last one is when uh, Evie gets punched in the face. She deserved it. Disagree. I mean, she's being mean to little kids. She's being mean, and everyone kept trying to tell her, hey, you should probably fix this while you have a chance. I know you think it's not important because we're all probably going to die, but you should probably fix this. And she didn't listen, so she deserves to be punched in the face. 
because the little girl is she's probably around Malia's age. And if someone was mean to my kid and then my kid ran away back into a volcano because of this mean girl, ooh, she's lucky all she got was punched in the face. So that's me, though. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Part two of our three-step reading process is reading like a dedicate. This is where we look for a theme or a message in the chapter. What theme or message did you find? You gotta work for it. Yeah, you you went ahead and uh, took mine pretty early, but... Yeah, I, I'm looking at my notes and I realized that I didn't write down a theme and I was like, you know, I didn't write down theme on any of this, but I feel like that would be my theme. So there you go. My theme was fear. The ocean is scary. <laughs> it keeps taunting Evie every step that she takes. Like, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. And she's so scared of it. And then she's she's got that on one side. And then on the other side, she has the volcano spirits and carnelian and flare trying to break through and she's scared that they're going to try to break through. And so when she's not talking to them, she's got the ocean and then just both sides. Mm. And then no, 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 uh, 
saving grace to be like, everything's going to be okay. It's nothing but fear. Fear on this side, fear on this side. Lots. Of and fear. then even when she comes back, everybody's afraid because of everyone's afraid for Miriam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My theme is patience or lack thereof because it's like she knows everyone's life is on the line, but also she's not acting like it. She, she yeah. could be a little more patient, I suppose, especially when the life of people important to her are on the line. But I think that's often when it's hardest to be patient, though. Yeah. Yeah. There's that much at risk. I feel like I do have to ask you two, though. We've been making all these jokes about Oswin throwing children into a volcano. How do you feel now that Miriam has disappeared? I would say it's about damn time. I knew I knew a child would go into a volcano at some point. Um, I it's have more happen. to say on that on the next chapter because I was a little mad at Oswin at the beginning of the chapter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Part three of our three-step reading process is reading like a mage. This is where we use the text to craft magic in our own lives. What magic were you able to craft out of this chapter? The magic I found was I knew that I wanted to be Luvo someday. I don't know how, but I can strive to be more like him. He has so much patience, and he's always there for everyone she needs him. And uh, we could all learn a lot from Luvo. Especially me, uh, having kids. Um, I'm not always patient with them. And I let them drive me crazy. And sometimes I can be a little short with them. And I need to have more patience like Luvo. And Then again, I guess I could use my boomy voice on him, on my kids. Because he does that as well. So I don't always have to have, be patient. I can use a boom voice on him. Sometimes you gotta... <laughs> Unpopular opinions time. Let's go. I feel very conflicted about Nori in this chapter. I feel like I understand where she's coming from, but I also feel that her actions are inappropriate. One of the things that I wrote was set the example because Nori has not been nice to Evie at all, like in the whole book. And this is before anything has happened. And like Evie says to Miriam, like, you are not my friend. And Nori has said to Evie earlier, I don't like you. And so part of me wants to say, you know, Nori, like, I don't want to say, like, I'm not trying to say that, like, it's Nori's fault, but I want her to realize that if she is running around telling 14-year-olds things like, I don't like you, then she needs to understand that those kind of things also have consequences. On some level, it's like, well, maybe you shouldn't completely surprised if the 14 year old's gonna then be mean to the six-year-old so i wrote set the example i feel like evie would have been mean to the six-year-old regardless of whether nori would have been nice because of the upbringing that evie has had but But nori isn't aware of that she isn't but i don't feel like I i don't know i i am going to interject here for one little little thing Nori's reaction is a reaction of fear. She's terrified. Yeah. Yeah. 
and she's taking it out on the one person she knows she can take it out on. Yeah. So that fear comes from guilt. She stopped watching Miriam for five minutes and Miriam's gone. Yeah. So it is fear and guilt that drives Nori to react in this. Yeah. And these are normal responses to something like this. However, I do agree that, like, she could have been easier with Evie from the get-go. And I think that would have made this also a little bit more impactful if she acted this way. Because we're kind of stuck in this, oh, that's kind of just how Nori is. Nori's kind of a bitch. Yeah. But if she would have had more of a, like, you don't have to be nice to people that you don't like, but you have to be civil with them. And she has not been civil from the beginning, from the get go. So, like, I, I, I do agree that, like, this could have been handled in a completely different manner. But also, as someone who has reacted a very similar way out of fear and out of guilt i can't 100 percent like right i think it depends on the situation if it wasn't a matter of life and death probably shouldn't react that way if it was just like a normal everyday thing fine the girl could possibly die and evie is partly to blame for it I don't know. I I feel Nori is justified in her actions. Even if she wasn't nice to her the whole time, I still feel like she's justified because I feel like Evie would have treated Miriam that way regardless of how she would have acted. So I'm going to throw it back to the sea for a moment. (laughs) So much malice. The sea had so much hate for anything that was not a part of it. Not to get on a soapbox here. That's kind of people so let me let me set the scene for a moment um we had a certain um country artist who uh who ran ran off stage when someone fired a gun didn't say anything didn't try and do anything said artist has a song called try that in a small town And do you want to know what it's like living in a town that has 843 people? What, What it's actually like in a small, small town of 843 people. We mind our business and we take care of our own. Everyone else be damned. And I feel like I have a lot of that mindset. I don't like people that are not my people. Like, I like my people, but I don't fucking like anybody else. And you can take it even further back. Is like, you have people who are bigoted. They don't like Black people because color of their skin they don't like gay people because of who they go to bed with 
because that's not who they are and that's not their own. But instead of minding their fucking business, they get to be angry and hateful and just justify murdering these people because they hate anything that's not like them. I have been working on that. It's not that I don't like somebody because, you know, they're Hispanic or they're straight. Like, that doesn't fucking bother me. I don't like people who are shitty people. Um, and I've, I've been trying to not be that way. Um, I told Molly, I actually, I told all of you, you guys heard this earlier, but, um, I am trying to take people's comments as a place of ignorance, not maliciousness. And God damn, that's fucking hard. (laughs) But yeah, there's, there's two prongs to this. One, I see a lot of hate for anything that does not look like or act like you. And I am trying to be better than that. Goodwin, do you have anything to add aside from this conversation? <laughs> I'm sure I did at some point, but it's gone now. I'm sorry. Um, I grew up in Las Vegas, Nevada, so I that know is a very a small town. town. Yeah, it's such a small town. Yeah. It's like the smallest town I've before, ever heard of. Before that, I, I was born in Torrance, California, um, right next to LA in in the ghetto. Um, it do you fine. do do you have a personal magic to share with us? Oh, oh, no, I got nothing. No, I didn't learn anything from this chapter other than to be patient. Oh, sorry, I thought legit. we were still talking about small towns we grew up in. I'm like, I cannot relate. I'm sorry. I feel like we should let Goodwin just run his mouth more often. Bad idea. <laughs> Horrible idea. Chapter yeah. 21 is called Panic. I'm sure that. Even if you hadn't read it, you could have easily guessed what that was about. Um, the volcano is about to explode. And there's a small child wandering around on the island. That too. I forgot about that. <laughs> We've had all of these conversations about Nori and you're like, oh, that's right. Oh, there's that's a six-year-old thing. just like <laughs> in the middle of the volcano. Nobody, uh, I no, nobody needs to panic about that. That's all in Osmond's plan. We like to end our episodes with an excerpt from the following chapter. So this is an excerpt from chapter 21 of Melting Stones. Chapter 21. Panic. I was struggling to get free of my ropes when I heard Rosethorn say, Hold still, Evie. My ropes were hemp, of course. At Rosethorn's command, they came untied. Azaze caught me before I fell off spark. Oswin isn't to know one of his children is missing, Azaze told me quietly. Understand, girl. We can't go back for her, and Oswin has twelve others who need him. It's a sorrowful thing, but true. In the rush, he won't be able to count them. Not a word, or I swear you'll travel in the bilge. Or not at all. She won't talk. Evie understands reality. Rose Thorne looked as bleak as a slate. We've been here before, haven't we, Evie? I nodded and sat on the ground. Puffs of ash rose around me. We had been here before. I hadn't wanted to be in this position ever again. We've work to do. 
Try to get yourself moving, girl. Azaze bustled off. Murtide put our packs on that ship over there, the brown gull. Try to be aboard when the captain weighs anchor. For now, when you can walk, start helping to get some of these people seen to. Rosethorn looked at me. Did you do it at least? Lead them away? I don't know. My voice cracked. Rosethorn passed a water bottle to me. I think I drank half of it. I sounded better when I spoke again. I got them away, but only three miles out. I was exhausted. I couldn't drag them any further. They got bored. They're trying to smash their way through the ocean floor. I hung my head. Maybe they'll stay there or move on, or maybe they'll come back to the places they know. Rosethorn rested her hand on my head. Evie, you were foolish to take on volcanoes in the first place. It was like wrestling with Luvo. I was going to cry. I just knew it. Rosethorn, it's my fault Miriam ran away. I said mean things to her. I know. She told Nori, who told me. Rosethorn's voice was quiet. If she condemned me, I didn't hear it. I couldn't look at her, so I couldn't see it in her face if she felt that way. If she dies here, it'll be my fault, I said. And you will have to learn to live with that, Evie, Rosethorn told me. I never said the first steps on the road to becoming a destroyer wouldn't hurt. I would imagine it would bother you less over time. Reading Circle Temple is produced by us. Molly, Brittany, Indy, and Goodwin. If you like the show, tell your friends about us. If you don't like the show, tell your enemies. You can also help people find us by leaving a rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Find all our episodes at our new home on ACAST. Shows.acast.com slash Reading Circle Temple. Shake it us. We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at templeofreadingcircle at gmail.com. You can also follow Reading Circle Temple on Instagram, Tumblr, and Facebook. And you can join our Reading Circle Temple Facebook group. To find us on Twitter, tweet at Reading Temple. A special thanks to Yellows for Happy for our artwork. You can find more of their art by following Yellows for Happy Draws on Tumblr and Shannon and Draws on Instagram. Another special thanks to Brittany's brother, Thomas Dick, for our theme music. You can find more of his music by following Thomas Dick on SoundCloud. Thanks to Tamara Pierce for writing The Circle of Magic, and thanks to you for listening. Let's all have coffee next week. This is called Don't Look Back, and it's written by a poet named Kay Ryan. This is not a problem for the necklace. Fish cannot recklessly swivel their heads to check on their fry. No one expects this. They are torpedoes of disinterest, compact capsules that rely on the odds for survival, unfollowed by the exact and modest number of goslings the S-necked goose is, who, if she looks back, acknowledges losses, and if she does not, also loses. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.